0: Welcome to The Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in to today's Nun Report, and I just got to say, I'm convinced. I, uh, I know I've been a big proponent of the Second Amendment over the years, and the Constitution, but I'm convinced now after seeing the, uh, what happened last night and the leftist reaction to immediately call for gun control, I'm convinced not only am I going to get rid of my guns, I'm not going to sell them. I'm not going to transfer them. I'm going to go somewhere where they can be destroyed. Because if I can't have them, nobody should. They, nobody should have these, these weapons of war in their personal possession. No American, regardless of what the Constitution says, should have, should have these sorts of weapons of war within reach of themselves or others. You know I'm full of shit, right? I'm going to start off by saying, obviously, anytime life is lost, it's tragic. Anytime that some whack job goes off the reservation and decides to take life is tragic. But the very point of that is is it is a whack job. It's not a normal, sane human being. It is not a regular person that goes out and shoots up a bowling alley. It is not somebody in their right state of mind that goes out and kills somebody else. These are criminals. These are people with mental issues. These are people that absolutely have no business being in possession of a firearm, yet they are. And there's no law. There is no restriction. There is no regulation that would prevent somebody intent on doing harms to others with a firearm that would stop them from doing so. Because you see, unlike the left would have you believe, these people don't follow the law. Imagine that. I mean, killing people is against law. Murder is against law, yet... Yet it happens, and you know you know who is causing the escalation of mass shootings to happen? You know what there's a there have been semi-automatic rifles with high capacity magazines around for over 100 years. but yet, mass shootings outside of the government who's committed many have been very rare. And so I put this forward to you. It is the very people who are trying to disarm Americans, the very people who are for gun control laws, the politicians, the activists like David Hogg, whoever it is, they are the ones responsible for the escalation of mass shootings. They have created a culture and a society of permissiveness that allows these sorts of things to happen more often. It is their desire to disarm America, their desire to not punish criminals, to defund police. They are at fault. President Biden, it is your fault. Liberal Party, Marxist assholes, it's your fault. David Hogg, little grifter, little boy, little fucking pansy guy who was never actually at a mass shooting even though he claimed you were and you've been grifting out of it ever since. It's your fucking fault. You have created a society, a culture that breeds this sort of insanity, that breeds this sort of violence, that breeds the sort of action that was taken Yesterday in Maine. And it pisses me off because you, 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 you sit there and blame the NRA. You blame, you know, Second Amendment advocates. You blame conservatives. You blame Republicans. You blame the right wing. And you just need to look in the mirror to see whose fault it is. The fact is you want to disarm this nation. It has nothing to do with preventing mass shootings. It has nothing to do with preventing the tragedies that happened yesterday. The guy is still at large. He had a plan, obviously. It's got nothing to do with safety. It's got nothing to do with saving lives. It has to do with, with disarming America, don't believe me? Oh no, and they've been saying Obama and and Biden and, and oh, no one's gonna take your guns, no one's gonna take your guns, bull fucking shit. That's exactly what they wanna do and I'm gonna show you the proof. Because once in a while, they slip up. Once in a while, they tell you what their true motivations are when, when they say so, when they say things like I'm going to show you, believe them. Believe them. They're not kidding. They want to take your guns. They want to disarm America. Why? Because America is the largest standing army. Legal gun owners in the United States of America is the largest standing army in the world, bar none. There are nearly half a billion guns owned legally by U.S. citizens. So predictably within, within a couple of hours, I mean, the, the bodies hadn't even gotten to the morgue yet. The crime scene was still being investigated. And the left is calling for gun control. Assault rifle bans. It's the gun's fault. It's the gun's fault. It's the gun's fucking fault. Bullshit. Kamala Harris. Coincidentally, and by the way, by the way, she they've been calling for an assault weapons ban all week. Isn't that interesting? And then all of a sudden, there's a mass shooting with a so-called assault rifle, which is no, there's no such thing as an assault rifle. Anything, this pen right here could be an assault pen if I decided to stab you in the eye with it. I just assaulted you with this pen. Therefore, it's an assault pen. Assault rifle. Give me a fucking break. (sighs) But I've digressed. Let's move on to what they actually believe, what they really think and what they want to do to America. And who can we depend on to give a Freudian slip more than just about anybody else in this haphazard, disastrous, pathetic, traitorous, horrible, American-hating, constitutional-hating regime This Biden regime, who can we trust on to stick their foot in their mouth because she likes to put things in her mouth more than Kamala Harris? Here's what she had to say. Check this out.
1: Gun violence has terrorized and traumatized so many of our communities in this country. And let us be clear, it does not have to be this way, as our friends in Australia have demonstrated.
0: As our friends in Australia have demonstrated. So she wants and they want what every other liberal wants. And that is for the absolute confiscation of every single gun in America, because She just cited Australia as an example of how America should be. Australia confiscated every single gun in the country. They put them in piles and ran over them with steamrollers. They put them into smelters and melted them down into nothing. And the population of Australia is completely disarmed. Except for the criminals. But that's what she wants. She, She just... You saw it right there? I didn't say it. She said it. That the United States should use Australia as a model on what we should do. Well, there you have it. Australia completely disarmed their citizens. They destroyed. They went around. First, they did a buyback. Then they did a roundup. Then they went door to door. Is against the law to possess, own, handle, touch, look at a firearm in Australia, and they destroyed them. That is what is going on. If what do you think of yourself, Kamala? What do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> Poor
1: hubby. Poor hubby. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well alrighty then alrighty then Hakeem Jeffries was right on the button this was less than two hours after the shootings busted across news agencies and social media and everything like that heartbroken yeah sure you are I don't, I don't, you' you' you're, you have a heart of stone you have a hateful cold heart of stone your heart is not broken your heart was happy and gleeful because you could push your gun control bullshit once again you had another reason to do so yes another mass shooting now we can go out there and try to get gun control <laughs> Hakeem Jeffries, heartbroken by the news of another deadly mass shooting in Lewiston, paying hard for all the families, praying hard for all the families impacted by this tragedy, praying, dude, trust me, you're not a godly man. He closes Congress must act to combat the gun violence epidemic and stop the carnage. President Joe Biden came out and said that it's time we renew, we join with our new Republican leadership, with the new Republican leadership and our colleagues for an assault rifle ban and a high capacity magazine ban. You know, someone said to me, Dan, you know, I understand that you, this was today, I understand that you believe in the Second Amendment. I understand that you know yes we have a right to own firearms, but uh, you know I don't I don't understand the need for you to have a rifle with high capacity magazine. I'm like, well, first of all, it's not about the need. It's not about the need to have a weapon. It's about shall not be infringed. That's what it's about. It's about shall not be infringed. It's not hard to understand. It's black and white. It's in our constitution. You know what? I don't need to explain myself to you because my right to keep and bear arms was given to me by a power much higher than you. I don't understand your need. My need is none of your fucking business. How about that? This is their mentality. Yes, this tweet is from a couple of years ago, but it comes out every single time, and I've seen similar ones today. MFs which is short for motherfuckers in case you don't understand the lingo of these dumb freaking millennials against gun motherfuckers I'm going to just translate for you okay motherfuckers against gun control be like well if we ban carrying what happens if someone pulls a gun on me her response what gun are they going to be allowed to pull if there's a ban to carry They are this stupid and clueless, useful idiots that will just follow the narrative of their leadership, throw their rights down the drain, tear up the constitution until one day they're sitting in a society where we have all devolved to the lowest common denominator. And the only ones who rule are the political elite and the gangsters, the criminals. Look at Russia. Look at China. Look at North Korea. You don't have to look far to see what will happen. Queen Jean-Pierre came out. Of course, She's got all her lip service. She's got all of her talking points. I don't know how long I'm going to let this play. We'll see. We'll see how long I let this play. But uh, check it out. Just because, man, Carrie Jean-Pierre, the worst secretary in the history of the world. Um, she's doing her briefing here. Check so it awesome.
1: out. And importantly, we continue to urge all residents to heed... The warnings and guidance of the local officials and federal law enforcement are on the ground to assist with the response. During the state dinner last night, the president was informed and stepped out to receive an initial briefing of the shooting. Later, he stepped out to speak with Maine Governor Janet Mills, as well as Senators Collins and King, and Congressman Jared Golden. He pledged full federal support in the wake of this horrific tragedy. This morning the president received another briefing on the shooting from senior advisors and he ordered that the u.s flag be flown half staff at the white house and upon all public buildings and grounds out of respect for all the victims as well so i want to echo the president's sentiments on this tragedy. tragedy
0: strategy epidemic did she just say strategy
1: in general this is not normal.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's back up here. And the
1: epidemic of gun violence in general. This is not normal. We whoa, cannot whoa. accept this.
0: Did she, she just say I want to echo there the president's been strategy? Hundreds
1: of mass shootings in the last year alone. Out of respect for all the victims as well. Here we go. So I want to echo the president's sentiments on this strategy tragedy. Strategy. And the epidemic of gun violence in general. This is not normal. We cannot accept this. There have been literally hundreds of mass shootings in the last year alone, leaving empty seats at dinner tables across the country, and leaving those who survive these heinous acts both physically and mentally scarred. And while we have made progress since the president signed the Bipartisan Communities Safer Communities Act into law, mo- much more, much <laughs> more must be done. And the president has been clear that executive action alone is just not enough. As the president, as the vice president, who oversees the newly established Office of Gun Violence and Prevention, stated during today's state luncheon, I know many of you watched very closely as well. And she said, closely, it doesn't it doesn't have to be this way. As our friends in Australia have demonstrated, again, it does not have to be this.
0: Again. She the, she cites Australia as the example of how America should be. Australia is a country that confiscated every single firearm from every single citizen in the entire fucking country. Well, good luck with that. There's 500 million, close to 500 million. About, estimates are about 460, 470 million. Legally owned firearms. If you want to take my gun, you're going to have to change the fucking constitution and send someone to get it. So it's interesting. So Kamala Harris cited Australia as an example. Karine Jean-Pierre got up on on the White House pulpit and cited Australia as an example. (laughs) Yeah. They're scared to death. They do not like Americans having firearms. And I showed you that one. Let's go on to who commits these sorts of heinous acts because they are heinous. We can agree on at least that, that they are heinous. They're horrible, they're evil, they're depraved. They are completely out of the norm. And these are the people These are the people who, who perpetrate these horrible acts. These are not normal people. These are mentally ill people. These are people who should not be on the street. These are people who should probably be locked up in a sanitarium. But because of our permissive society, because of social justice, because of oh, we're just going to give therapy, or we're going to give a little, little, we're going to give them drugs. Let's just give them some drugs because they have eight, a- you know, ADHD or because they're just acting out or or whatever. Let's put all these kids on drugs. Let's make them think that you know what? If you don't like your sex, you can change it. You know what? You're not abnormal. You can be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can you can just make up your own fucking reality. And everybody else has to accept it because if they don't accept it, they're bigots, they're white supremacists, they're racist. And while we're at it, let's defund the police. Let's reduce the crimes. Let's get rid of cash bail. Let's get rid of penalties. What the hell do you think is going to happen? And their answer to that is to disarm the law-abiding American citizen who's just trying to protect himself. And by the way, by the way, how many how many terrorist cells do you think are right here in the United States because of the Biden regime's border policies that have allowed over two million Godaways? Never mind the total number of eight million people who have come to this country since Biden took office. Just the Godaways alone, people we don't know where they're from where they're going, what their intentions are, why they're here, but they did evade the entry process and came into the country illegally. Two million of them. How many How many terrorist cells do you think are in there? Hmm? How many? One? Two? A hundred? A 1, thousand? Who's going to defend you? Who's going to defend your family? I would encourage you and your family, don't. you cannot count on law enforcement to be there in a timely fashion to defend you and yours if, actually not if, when a terrorist attack occurs. If you happen to be in a place where a terrorist attack occurs or your family or your property or your own personal life is in jeopardy, right now, not 10 minutes from now or 20 minutes from now will the, when the police will arrive, After you call them, but right now, who's protecting you and what are you going to protect yourself with your pen? No, be prepared, be well-armed, have your ammunition, be trained on how to use it, train regularly and often, both the same word, I guess whatever don't rely on somebody else to protect you when tragedy occurs don't protect you know you know why i need an ar and my pistols and high capacity magazines because i cannot trust law enforcement to protect me and mine in the event of a terrorist tragedy and neither should you That's why this guy was not a normal dude. The guy was a psychotic maniac. He had been recently under uh, under psychiatric care, inpatient. He had threatened a mass casualty event at a Marine base. He had no business being in possession of a firearm. By the way, and I know I've said that a few times today. I uh, hate. I need to stop using that term because I really don't like it. Any more than literally, literally, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that. Literally, they did this. Yeah, you don't need to say literally, you can just say they did this. Maine law. Mental health prohibitor. This is in Maine law. Bars gun possession by people who have been involuntarily. Let me blow it up so I can see it. Mental health prohibitor. Bars, this is in Maine, The, the laws of the state of Maine. Bars gun possession by people who have been involuntarily committed or found to be a danger to self or others. This person certainly was. He was in an inpatient mental health facility for hearing voices in his head, for uh, uh, threatening a mass casualty event. How long is a person prohibited by the state law to own a firearm? Indefinitely. They have to apply. and It's a long process. Mental health record reporting requires or allows officials to report prohibited records into the background check system. Are officials required to report or merely allowed to do so? They are required. So this guy was in the system but the FBI and law enforcement is so busy watching their MAGA supporters and their extreme white supremacist people that are supposedly the biggest threat to security in the United States. When was the last time you had a mass casualty event by white supremacists? When was the last time you saw MAGA people creating a mass casualty event? When was the last time? Oh, there wasn't one. When was the last time you saw a mass shooting event by some whacked out, mentally ill leftist. Oh, basically every time. But see, my point is with that, so these laws are on the book. This person should not have been in possession of a firearm, yet he was. Murder should not be happening, and yet it is, it's illegal. So was this person in possession of a firearm was also illegal, yet he had it, and he went out and he created he, he he did a very horrible thing. So I should have to pay for it. You should have to pay for it. We should have gun laws like Australia where they completely disarm everybody, all the law-abiding citizens, where they shred the Constitution and say, you know what? We've decided that doesn't matter because we're going to take your guns. And they say, oh, no, we don't want to take your guns. We're not gun grabbers. Of course they are. Of course they are. That's their entire purpose. When they, Whenever somebody says we're not after your guns, I guarantee you 100% the exact opposite is true. They are completely after your guns. So anyway, of course they're after your guns. I'm going to uh, drop a little clip here from Matt Kim. I suggest you follow him. Uh, I'm trying to get him on the show. I'd like to have him on the show uh, for one of our guest episodes. But uh, he had this to say, and man, spot
2: on. Check this out. There's a mass shooter on the loose in Maine. You know this because you've already seen the videos, testimonies, seen his picture, know his work history, his mental illness history, what type of gun used, and who he even follows on social media. In less than a day, we know everything about him. Why are we still waiting for the same info about the Nashville shooter that rampaged an entire elementary school? My heart goes out to all those that suffered devastating loss. But the anti-gun talking heads with armed security are screaming. Hashtag it's the guns is trending. Let's be real. Anytime I hear or see this type of news, I want to buy more guns, not less. During 2020 summer of peaceful protest, my anti-gun wife asked me to buy more firearms and more ammo. As faith in the system dwindles to all-time lows, people feel more obligated to protect themselves and their families. There is no argument you can make to convince lawful gun owners that we should give them up. Zero. And the reality is, you're not going to physically come after them. So let's stop blaming guns and fix the real problem. The real problem is a constant mainstream need to divide this country, to make us hate each other, creating radicals by promoting extremism. Our entire system is failing us, and it's our guns that protect us from complete tyranny.
0: Thank you, Matt Kim. And that's exactly that's what I led the show off with. They're the ones that are perpetrating this issue. The people who are trying to take your guns, the people who want us to be like Australia and confiscate every single weapon in the country. The reason we have psychos out there like this, the reason we have these mass shooting events is because of their policies, because of the culture they've created. I mean, it should not be hard to figure out, right? And here's the reality. You want to, oh, here's this, look at this. Uh, Somebody I know said this on Twitter. Legal U.S. gun owners are the largest standing army in the world. That is why leftists want us disarmed. Because they can't completely control. I mean, they can control a lot of things about society. They can control a lot of policies and whatnot. But they cannot, and they can try to, well, not try. They can continue to indoctrinate our children through the education system, the public indoctrination system. But so they can't entirely control the population unless they confiscate all the guns. And that is their that is their goal. It's always been their goal. It's one step at a time. How many guns are in America? Oh, I don't know. A shit ton. AmericaGunFacts.com. And, and check them out. There's a lot of great information on this website. You're going to love it. And, and it's, it's factual. I mean, it's statistical and it's all backed up. Here's the expert. And, and then below this, of course, it's all backed up with the source information and all that. So, Dan, where's your source? Where's your source? Go to americagunfacts.com. They have all the source information right there so you can check it out. In 2017, there was estimated to be nearly 400 million guns in the United States between police, the military, and American civilians. Over 393 million. So 98% of the guns in the United States are in civilian hands. The equivalent of 120 firearms per 100 citizens. Think of that. Think of that. In 2023, and that, that was in 2017, so that initial, that initial number. In 2023, the number of firearms in America is around 466 million due to record-breaking sales during the pandemic. Think of that four hundred sixty-six million. Are you, you really? You're going to confiscate? Australia is a small country compared to ours, population wise. You're you gonna you gonna come around and confiscate all these weapons? I don't think they can. But they'll. But it's all politics, man. As long as they can keep getting money, right? Check this out. High capacity magazines between 1922 and 1982, it was easy to buy as a as 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 a sandwich. I mean, the similar AR semi automatic, a semi automatic rifle. This is an AR is nothing more than a semi automatic rifle. Period. And they've had for over a hundred years. Semi automatic semi automatic rifles have existed with high capacity magazines. Yet. Mass shootings weren't a thing until just recently because of the culture that these Marxists have created. They create the problem and then they solve it. They created high interest rates and then they bring down them down a little bit, but not to where they were before and they say they've solved it. They create high energy prices and then they bring it down 20% and now it's going back up again and they say they solved it. They create high interest rates and then they say they solve it. I think I said that twice. So we're going to create a gun crisis, a mass shooting crisis, and then they're going to solve it. So I just want to be clear here. I think I touched on everything I wanted to touch on. Um, and yeah, where is the Nashville shooter manifest? We knew like 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 Matt Kim said, we knew everything about this main shooter in less than twenty in less than twelve hours. I mean, but from the time I, I found this out yesterday evening, the time I woke up this morning, every single thing was known about this person. And yet, we still don't know everything about the Nashville shooter, and we don't have the manifesto of the Nashville shooter. Maybe the Nashville shooter wasn't a a black flag event. Maybe that was actually a real event. And so therefore they don't want to release the information on it. Whereas this one, they can totally control. And where is this guy? You don't just disappear. You know, God forbid this happens, but it, it fears, you know, it seems like this guy had a plan. It seems like, oh, I'm going to shoot up this place. And then he had a plan to escape. And now he's out there on the wings. What if he shows up somewhere else at another crowded event and does the same thing? I hope that doesn't happen, man, but I, I just kind of got a, I got a bad feeling about it. I hope my bad feeling's wrong. So you remember the moving on from this stuff, because, man, it's it's heavy. It's heavy. Um, I remember the congressman who pulled the fire alarm to uh Bowman to um, you know so supposedly get to a vote but really it was to delay a vote this is on a, this is part of the whole house speakership debacle good grief and thank goodness mike johnson he gave his first address to congress a joint session of of, of the house and you know what well his more extreme uh extreme they call him extreme see what they've they've even got me talking to, like them um because I say it so often. That's gaslighting, by the way. Anyway. While his more conservative leaning positions, the the left side of the house just sat there on their hands and didn't do anything. But on a lot of his positions and a lot of things he said, and they weren't they weren't catered toward leftists. But they applauded him. They stood and applauded him on unity on getting things done, on taking care of, I mean, there were things that he said, and he said them in a way, I'm happy with Mike Johnson for now. Anybody can give a great speech. Anybody can give a great speech. So I'm happy with him, qualifier, for now. Let's see what happens and where he stands and his actions over time. But anyway. So this congressman who pulled the fire alarm earlier, new video has been released, and they've had this video all along. But now that he's actually been charged with a misdemeanor of, of, false, of a false alarm for a fire, this, this video has been released. Not only did he pull the alarm before he pulled the alarm, he removed the signs that said, emergency exit only, alarm will sound from the door. Check this out. So he pulls the signs off the door. He walks up there. I, I've got German shepherds that behave better than this, this child. This is a guy who, who's famous for big, huge outbreaks in Congress, shout downs in, in hall whenever he's got cameras in his face. As long as someone's looking at him, he's, he's going to be what he is, an attention whore. And he thinks he's above the law. And you saw that right there. Did he, how did he not know there was a camera there? So he walks up to the door, rips off the signs that say emergency exit only, alarm little sound, and then walks over to the wall and pulls the alarm. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew that was an emergency exit. He knew that was a fire alarm. He knew it would set off what it set off. That's our weirdness for the day. This is completely weird to me. I, 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 don't, even know, I don't even know how that happens. Meanwhile, while well, we've got American hostages still in the Gaza Strip held by Hamas, a terrorist organization, what are we worried about? The U.S. State Department? Well, they're worried about uh, what is this? Uh, oh, celebration and recognition of Intersex Awareness Day. Hmm. That's an important issue. I'm glad that while well, we have. Mass shootings going on and hostage crises. And Intersex Awareness Day, again, is part of the reason and the exact, and the culture and the reason why we have these mass shootings. It's your fault. It's your fault. Wrapping up here with a little bit on on the Middle East. Kirby had this to say, man, this is, let me tell you something. The two-state solution has been, let's see, it's 2022. Well, shoot, my whole life. My whole life, since I understood the English language and started to understand what was going on, my entire life, politicians have talked about a two-state solution between the Palestinians and Israel and None of it did a single damn thing. Trump came along. Little, Trump came along. And Jared Kushner, and think what you want about him, man. I don't really care. I don't really. <laughs> it, they, they built the Abram Accords. And their approach, everybody's been approaching this for the same way for decades and gotten nowhere. And that is we needed a two-state solution. And they just, Kushner decided to approach it. You know what? This is not, one thing is not predicated on the other. They're not, they're not mutually inclusive. We can break them apart. So let's first work on normalizing diplomatic relations, having communication lines open. Let's do that first. And if a, if another you know, state solution comes on down the road, fine. But Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Egypt, can we at least admit that Hamas and Hezbollah are fucking whacked and we need to not give them the attention that they're getting? And it worked, and it worked. But now we're back to the same old thing. We're back to the same old war. By the way, under Trump, there was no war. There were no new conflicts happening. And since Biden took office, we now have two conflicts. We have Ukraine and Russia. We have Israel and Hamas. And now we're going to go back to the same old bullshit negotiating standard of a two-state solution. Check this out.
1: Uh, the president's talking more about humanitarian pause and reviving the Israeli-Palestinian peace process. What's prompting this, this tone shift? So, two thoughts here, Steve. For one, the, the president has never backed away or never stopped affirming.
0: <laughs> two thoughts, this guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you've ever had two, like, real thoughts in your life, let alone two brain cells. Anyway, check it out.
1: The need for a two-state solution. Since coming into office, we've been working on that very hard. <laughs> and I know it's a lofty goal and it's taken a lot of people a long time to try to get there and we haven't gotten there but he's not stopped working towards that goal and he still believes as he said yesterday that uh, when this conflict is over that still has to be the the goal we're driving to uh, a a state for palestinians that they can live in peace and security and, and and justice
0: so there we go because joe biden and his regime are dinosaurs Dinosaurs Meanwhile While we're talking about a two state solution And supporting uh, intersex uh, Bullshit and things like that The Iranian foreign minister Is front of the UN saying this
3: Shows that we have always Supported peace and security But Today in New York And the United Nations I say frankly to the American statesmen who are now managing the genocide in Palestine that we do not welcome to expansion of the war in the region. But I warn if the genocide in Gaza continues, they will not be spared from this fire. It is our home and West Asia is our region. We do not compromise with any party and any side, and we have no reservation when it comes to our home's security. The genocide in Gaza must stop immediately. The forced displacement of the people of Gaza must be stopped immediately. Today, Gaza is waiting for urgent and vital humanitarian aid. According to international law, the Palestinian Liberation Movement, Hamas, is fighting the occupation and has a legitimate right. Mr. President, according to our negotiations, Hamas is ready to release civilian prisoners. On the other hand, The world should support the release of 6,000 Palestinians held in Israeli prison.
0: He threatened that if the United States or Israel expand the, the conflict, that the United States will feel it at home, that they will attack us at home. So you don't think there are terrorist cells right here in the United States right now? As I started the show with, over two million Godaways have come across the southern border during the Biden regime's lack of enforcement of an actual border and then you question why why someone should be allowed to have an AR-15 to defend themselves and their family and their property while at the same time citing some psychopath, who is going to get a weapon no matter what. Anyway, look, there are almost half a billion firearms in the country. If somebody wants to get a hold of a weapon to do ill will, they will. It's not going to be hard, okay? Criminals don't obey laws. They don't obey no gun zone signs. They don't obey mental health. You can't own a weapon laws. But the Iranian... Ambassador just went up there in front of the United Nations and told them that if the conflict expands, that the war will come to the United States and they're not scared of us. Go ahead. Try it. See how that works for you. Anyway, hey, thanks for listening today. Um, It's been a fun, not a fun show. It's been a fast show is what I was trying to say. And here we are. We're at the end. Just remember, the people who are trying to take your guns are the cause of the problem. And they don't, they do want to take your guns. They don't want gun control. They don't want common sense gun measures. No, no, no. They want to completely confiscate every gun from every citizen in the United States of America. I just showed you. Kamala Harris says that the United States should model themselves after Australia. Carrie Jean-Pierre got up afterwards on the podium at the White House and said the administration's position was to model the United States after Australia. And Australia has done 100% confiscation from their citizens. So the next time a liberal tells you that, oh, no one wants to take your guns, we just want common sense, restrictions on who can have them call bullshit. Make sure you're well-armed, make sure you're well-trained and be prepared to protect you and yours. Anyway, Hey, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on one of the podcast channels, I'm on all of them or renegaderadio.com. Make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can check out all the video I put up and all that good stuff. And, uh, I'm also on all the social medias at The Nun Report, except for TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. And on Twitter, because, well, I lost the. So on Twitter, I'm just at Nun Report, or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. One stop, one shot. But please do follow on Rumble. Please share this video. Please like it. Please give a thumbs up. It all helps spread the conservative message and the America First cause. Anyway, hey. Thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the Osby ever in your favor. Cheers.